Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.36 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer. Rogers plays the Oilers full practice today at 2 o'clock. In the next uh, 90 minutes of the show, NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Eating and Cooling. Reed Wilkins will swing by and we'll break some things down with where we're at at midterm report for the Edmonton Oilers. 135, an update from the farm. And speaking of the farm, we go to the uh, Ashley Five Floors text line and this text comes in from Roland. He says, Bob, you can see Ken Holland's fingerprints all over Bakersfield. Hopefully Oilers Nation is patient enough to see Holland's vision to the finish. And, uh, you know, Ken would be the first to tell you that Jay Woodcroft, uh, Dave Manson, Keith Gretzky have played a big part in that. They got I mean, they're 12-1-4 and four in their last 17 games, and they've had players in and out of their lineup. They don't have an abundance of NHL-drafted forwards uh, for the Oilers. Th- those are coming in the next couple of years. I don't think there's any question about that. We'll tell you that guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Roos Chris is the place for special occasions. Tell Daphne, Taylor, and Chris that Oilers now sent you special occasions. You know. Nothing says Valentine's Day quite like Roos Chris Steakhouse. We head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Hello, John Shannon. How are you doing? I am great, Bob. How are you? Good. What did you think of uh, the All-Star festivities? Um, I thought they were okay. You know, but... <sighs> Uh, you know, and, and this is actually a conversation I've had multiple times after Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Uh, but, you know, those those events, they weren't for me. They, they were for, for kids. They were to have some fun. Uh, they weren't designed to appease the, you know, the, the, the plus 50 group. They were trying to engage with uh, young people, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-olds to have some fun and enjoy the game. And, and then, they obviously, on, the, on the, the business side, they were to appease the corporate partners. 
So I, I think in many ways they they did what they were supposed to do, and, and, and life goes on, and let's get back to business. All right, let's get back to business, and the orders are going to be having a lot of business. They got 40 games in their next 81 days. Uh, 27 games against the Western Conference, Edmonton 17-6 and six against the West so far this year. Uh, is that right? 27, 27, and, yeah, and uh, that's 50, that's right. And uh, they're also 10-2 against the Pacific this year, and they still got 14 left a bit against uh, the Pacific. And, and they might have their toughest game in that uh, tomorrow night against the Golden Knights, right? Who they've beaten twice this year on the road with Miko Koskinen starting both uh, games. Yeah, yeah. Hey, John, let's get to it here. I mean, it's right in front of the Oilers to go get, isn't it? Oh, I think it is. Uh, I think it is, and I think that that's you know the, uh, uh, the you know the streak of six games uh, that we've seen the, before the break. Uh, they stopped the bleeding. Um, they went and did what they had to do uh, on the road. Uh, disappointing in Ottawa, but impressive in Washington. And uh, I, I think that uh, things are pointed in the right direction. The, the key thing in all of this, Bob, and I really do believe there's an awareness within the organization. Uh, right now is that how many how many bodies is it going to take to get through the 40 and 81 you know it's probably going to take 15 16 forwards it, it could take eight or nine d um and then how many goaltenders is it going to take to get through i think they have their fingers crossed that it only takes two but uh you know i i think there's a realization that it might take three goalies so when you think about that and you do the quick you know, the quick math, what we're talking is about, it's almost 30 guys to get through these 81 days uh, before the playoffs start. All right. Well, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Does the Oilers 5-0-1 close to the All-Star break? Does that have a little bit of confidence reinstilled in you? Or are you still in the wait-and-see department as to where Edmonton is headed for this season? Hey, full disclosure, and again, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group. I had Edmonton winning 50 games at the start of the year. Uh, I didn't think they'd start 16 and five. I sure and heck didn't see, think they'd go through a stretch at 211 and two. Now they're back on a 5-0-1 run. I uh, was a little frustrated, frankly, John. They lost in Ottawa, but Ottawa's a plucky team, to say the least. So it's it's interesting. That's starting goal uh, from a storyline perspective. We know that Mike Smith's been activated off of IR, John. Uh, so it's going to be, you know, Smith and Koskinen, though if you run the numbers and go the Earl Weaver school, Miko's stoned Vegas twice already this season. Maybe you start Miko tomorrow. Where are you at right now with uh, Smith and, and Koskinen? TBA? Uh, yes, but I think the TBA is uh, really on, completely on Mike Smith. Uh, you know, if, if, you know, I mean, Miko Koskinen has done exactly what he had to do uh, to get this team out of the funk. Um, there, I mean, he deserves a lot more credit than he does blame. So to me, the question mark and goal is, how is Mike? How's the thumb? How's the knee? Can he, can he hold up with, in, in, in these situations? What happens in the back-to-backs? Uh, and, and can this wear and tear in these next 81 days can he perform at that level? I think it's I think it's a hundred percent on Mike Smith as being the question mark. And I'm I, I'm not I'm not being negative. I'm just saying when you look at them, Mike Smith has to now. I mean, when was the last time he had a competitive game? Bob was that the game in Jersey? 
Mm, I think it was. Toronto. Uh, Okay, that's right, in Toronto. But to me, he's, he's the wild card in goal. If whether he's close to 100%, and, and if he's not 100%, can he still play uh, as if he's close enough to that level? Our NHL insider, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. John, uh, we saw Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Zach Hyman. And Nugent Hopkins has been really impressive since coming back from his lower body issue. The Oilers, when they play him at center with Hyman, it, it it's pretty clear to me. I mean, I realize Hyman maybe. And it's not really a third line. When you look at it, it's just there. You know, like I got McDavid, Drysaddle, and RNH down the middle. But it's got a chance to be successful with Zach, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, Zach Hyman makes people around him better. That's what he does. Uh, you know, it, it, and not to tell stories uh, out of the uh, of, of the old days in Toronto, but his teammates, whether it was Marner and Matthews or whether it was John Tavares, Used to plead with the coaching staff. They want to play with. They want to play with Hyman. You know, they want Hyman on their on their wing. Uh, and I think it's no different in Edmonton. I think that, that that if you sat down and had a cold beverage with with Ryan Nugent Hopkins or Connor McDavid, they'd say, "Well, if, what if we gave you Zach?" They'd both jump up in, in glee and say, "He's my man." I think that's a fact of life. He he makes his teammates better. He makes his line better. So if, if they can find a way to use another body. For instance, with McDavid on that left side, uh, and if that's Evander Kane, uh, then and Hyman can go play with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. That's a pretty good alternative in any situation. Yeah, it's interesting to see there. All right, uh, beside, in terms of where we're at right now, you mentioned the bodies. We've got 20 games until the NHL trade deadline. What do you think Ken Holland's thinking right now? And by the way, I, I you know we I think we touched on this, or maybe it was with Reed on a pregame show. Uh, we have a biological clock. All of us in the hockey industry have a biological clock, Bob. And the biological clock says when when the calendar turns to February, we have to talk about trade deadline. Well, the trade deadline is March twenty first. March twenty first, much later than normal in a normal 82 game season. Right. So I, I just, I, I, I honestly think it's, it's, I know they're thinking, I know they're always talking, but in many ways it's too early to be talking about what, what, what's going on. Cause you know, as well as I do, Bob, and this is one of the things that's changed in the last decade is trades can only happen when they're financially viable under the cap. So you can want one guy now. And the best example to me is Marc-Andre Fleury. And I'm not suggesting Marc-Andre Fleury in Edmonton at all. But there are teams out there that are probably going to kick tires on Marc-Andre Fleury but cannot afford to put him under, uh, on the cap or under the cap until the middle of March. They want him now, but they can't afford the math. And that's one of the key things that managers are faced since the cap system came into play and 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 again we're so used to we're so used to talking at this time of year after the all-star break the managers got together there's discussion about trades and it's you know nine days later well it's not nine days later it's on march 21st that's a long time away we're joined right well there you go that's uh john Shan- so we're not expecting anything immediate we know that um or are we what do you think I think they're. I think that the biggest issue 
and you may disagree with me, the biggest issue goes back to the top if we talked about the two guys. And I think that they're, I think what they want to do is they want to wait and see how Mike is. And if Mike can, uh, can, can pull his weight, then I, I think things will, I think the planning changes a bit. Well, and uh, and that's obviously going to be something to continue to monitor. We've got uh, John Shannon with us. John, uh, Rocky Wirtz made some news this week uh, out of Chicago. Gary Bettman followed up uh, with a, a bit of a statement. Where are we at right now in terms of the Blackhawks and the potential of who's going to end up uh, being the next general manager? And how serious of a candidate is Pete Shirelli? Well, obviously, serious. Actually, there, there's a couple of notes on this. I, I, I couldn't help but think that there was a huge outcry that Gary has to suspend Rocky or has to fine Rocky. At a certain point, Gary Bettman works for Rocky Words. Um, this was a team event. This was a team function that went awfully bad. The league has no responsibility in that area. They really don't. Um, we the, the the illusion has been created that the you know that that Gary and Bill are the governing body of the game and they control it and they're the puppet masters. It's just not true. It's just not true. The the teams have their own responsibilities and do a lot of their own stuff with or without league approval. And this happened. You know they did the town hall. They didn't phone Gary and say we want to have a town hall. So they did the town hall for reporters and for season ticket holders, and it got screwed up. That's what happened. It got screwed up, and Rocky Wirtz made a terrible mistake. Uh, that said, the one thing that's come out of it is that, that there's been a, a, a pledge by the Blackhawks for transparency. And you could see that on, Sat- on Sunday afternoon when they announced via tweet that, yes, we have interviewed Pete Shirelli for the job. The Blackhawks are now trying everything to be transparent about what's going on in their business to re-engage the Blackhawk fans that are angry. Obviously, Shirelli's on that list. Uh, how serious it is is difficult to say, but I, I, I would not be, I, I, and I do know that Pete Shirelli would get some support from people within the NHL to get back as a general manager. Certainly Colin Campbell would be one of them, um, and Gary Bettman. I mean, there, there's a lot of time for him, and it's you know, you can sit there and, and, hey, there were trades here that did not work out. I mean, obviously, you know, Jordan Everly to Ryan Strom to Ryan Spooner, and the Oilers had to get out of Spooner and got Sam Gagne. I think we know how, and, and Sam's a great guy. Some people would say the Oilers should have never traded Sam for Andreas Athanasio. That's another conversation for another time. But <laughs> Is it ever? <laughs> but what I will say is the two contracts for McDavid and Dreisaitl, those worked out per, like twelve and a half million for Connor wow. on a long-term deal, and Leon like getting those guys both to eight-year terms. Some would say well, that's you, pretty good work by Peter. As as you know, Bob, I am not uh, on the top of the list of the analytics gurus, uh, but I would suggest there's got to be some metrics that would tell you that maybe Leon Drysital's contract is the best in the National Hockey League today. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and McKinnon's going to get paid in his next deal. Like, he's at a lower price point. You, but, you think? But, Holy smokes. They've got, listen, they've got issues there. Yeah. Colorado's got issues. They've got to find a way to pay Nazem Kadri, and they've got to find a way to pay Nathan McKinnon. And yeah. they can and they can do they can do Kadri. They have to do Kadri first, obviously, because he's an unrestricted free agent. But they can do McKinnon as early as July 15th this year. 
Yeah, there we go. Hey, John, we got lots to get to. We'll talk on Wednesday, okay? Have a good day. I'm just going and making sure that everybody on my hockey team wears a mask to play. So, <laughs> what did you think of that? Embarrassing. That's okay. Embarrassing. Are, are we gonna like just live with it and get back to normal here? What do you think? Is that where we're headed? I mean, you take a look at what's going on over in Europe. Cases are down. Deaths aren't per capita. Right. I think we're we're closer to the end than the beginning, and I can only hope by the time we're talking about giving the Stanley Cup, yeah. and I hope that we have full buildings by the end of the regular season, we're giving the Stanley Cup out at a regular time frame. Awesome stuff, John. Take care. Thanks for your time. Talk Wednesday. Cheers. That is our NHL insider, John Shannon, for Legacy Heating and Cooling. When we come back, the orders now injury report for James H. Brown. A little bit of movement today. Actually, uh well, I'm almost uh, completely healthy for uh, the, the parent team at the NHL level. And then I'm going to bang off some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. 1251 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer down at Rogers Place. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is 1253 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer down at Rogers Place. Oilers hit the ice at 2 o'clock, expected... Uh, I believe a full practice today. There were some players that made use of the ice yesterday, including a couple All-Stars. The Oilers Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Oilers activating Mike Smith off of IR. That's the big one. Uh, They've signed uh, Olivier Rodrigue to Bakersfield where Stuart Skinner got a pair of victories over the course of this weekend. Jay Woodcroft coming up at 135 today. So Mike Smith has been activated, moved to IR. Chris Russell recalled from Bakersfield as William Lagason. So technically right now the orders are at six defensemen. they got a pair of games coming up. So that'll be interesting. Six defensemen on the active roster. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Other things, a couple Hughes brothers placed in COVID protocol. Jack Hughes, who was at the All-Star game with New Jersey, representing New Jersey. Quinn Hughes from the Vancouver Canucks. He was not uh, at the All-Star game. Anything else you wanted to hit on, Brendan, that you sort of uh, caught your eye? Well, if you missed it off the top of the show, Jack Eichel has shed the non-contact jersey, another step in his recovery from a disc fusion uh, fusion surgery. No official word on what it means for his timeline, but uh, obviously getting a lot closer. If you can take the hits in practice, uh, you're getting pretty close. Uh, there you go. You can uh, 780-496-0063. Uh, lots of different perspectives. <laughs> I know it's a hockey show. Uh, John Shannon saying embarrassing with the mass situation last night involving uh, Canada and was it Russia? To be honest with you, I'm not really that interested in the Olympics. I'm sorry. Uh, it's my right. I get to pick and choose, right? Like, I like college football. I like NFL football. I like CFL football. I love hockey. I love NHL hockey. If the best players were at the Olympics, I'd be watching it. Um, I'll watch can- a bit of Canada and the U.S. It's on late. It's on real late. You know, and then when they play in the inevitable gold medal game, I'll watch that one too. I respect all the athletes in all those other sports, but it's my democratic right not to watch it. So there you go. Um, 
but we're talking about masks. And people are like, uh, thanks for saying it's time to get back to normal and live with it. Don't uh, hear that often in the mainstream media. All restrictions must end now, says a texter to the show. We have to... Um, we have to continue to look after the elderly. That's a given. And then compromised and find ways to... I'm concerned about mental health, long-term effects. That's, for me, part of the challenge. It's not because I'm, a, you know, hey, I'm vaccinated. But, yeah, anyways, you can text us at 780 Uh Wow. Uh, every time you do it. Every time you do it, it uh, gets going and heats up the uh, text line. Bob, do you think Mike Smith needs a conditioning stint in Bakersfield? I do personally. What are your thoughts on that from Tony the Pizza Boy? Uh, well, I think you can make you could have made that argument after the 70, game, uh, 70 days that he didn't play. And then he got back in against New Jersey just after Christmas. Uh, but he's a veteran goaltender. He knows his body best. This most recent one with the, the thumb uh, challenge. And the tendon issue, I mean, he's got to know that. To me, you know, what I would do is I would start Koskinen tomorrow night against Vegas because he's beaten them twice and start Smith Wednesday against Chicago. I'm not the head coach, but that's what I would do. I would also, for the record, play Duncan Keith and Evan Bouchard t- together and play Cody Cece with Darnell Nurse. I'm not the coach, and they haven't gone that tact yet. Um Bob, the Oilers are not winning the Cup this year, but if they make the playoffs, no matter who they play against, the other team will have the better goaltending. That's a text that's come in, 780-496-0063. Well, you know what? It's uh, based on prior results over the last couple of years. That might be a fair... I don't know how much better Corey Crawford was than Edmonton's goaltending two years ago. Last year, Connor Hellebuck stood on his head and had a 950 save percentage. Mike Smith wasn't bad, just Connor Hellebuck was lights out. The Oilers couldn't finish. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. And when we come back from inside sports, Reed Wilkins and myself will do a little bit of a grade on the personnel and where the team's at right now and where the team can go when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.